0: Uh, John 3.16. If you've darkened the doors of a church ever, you've probably heard this verse. Uh, In the year 2019 as a church, we got to go through John's gospel together and think about life with Jesus together this year. And so I want to dip back into John's gospel this evening and maybe give you all a brief snippet of what we have gone through together as a church this year and thinking about life With Jesus. So this evening, we have John 3 16. This is God's word for us, beloved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Let's pray together and ask God to help us understand his word this evening. Gracious Heavenly Father, we we pray. Uh, That you would help us to see Jesus brightly this evening. That you would help us to see that it is true that we live in a broken world. And it's true that we contribute to that brokenness, every single one of us. And that we need a rescuer. We need a redeemer. We need a savior, Jesus. And you have provided for us. Holy Spirit, would you open our eyes and our hearts and our he- ears to hear the truth of the gospel of grace this evening. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Uh, I love uh, the Christmas season. And one of the things that I, uh, that I love about the Christmas season is thinking back on, uh, thinking back on all of my Christmases as a kid. Um, and thinking back through some of those stories and telling some of those stories and getting to hear some of your stories about your experiences uh, as, a, as a child at Christmas and hearing about family traditions and hearing about gifts that, uh, that you got and that I got and, and, and thinking about those, those deep, deep memories that we have. One particular memory that I have uh, of uh, a Christmas that we celebrated uh, when I was growing up was actually in 1991. Um, the reason that I know that it was in 1991 is because that year there was a particular Nintendo game that came out called Robin Hood that was after uh, the movie. But, but here's, the, here's the memory that I have. Um, I had two brothers. I had an older brother, Andy, and a younger brother, Jesse. Um, and when we, were, when we were younger on Christmas Eve, we would all always end up in the same bed together. You know, like prepared for Christmas morning, just like many of you little ones will be uh, as well too. And I remember the Christmas of 1991 because I woke up in the middle of the night. And when I woke up in the middle of the night, I looked over at the clock. It said 3.30 a.m. And I did what any, you know, 8-year-old, doing the math there, making sure, yeah. I did what any 8-year-old would do. I got up out of my bed, and I went into the living room to see if the presents were there. Oh, and they were. They were all there, all laid out, and all of them unwrapped. There wasn't a single present that was, that was wrapped. So I first go to my pile of presents and look through everything that I got. And then, what do you think I did after that? You can respond, go ahead. I had to check out my brother's presents too, right? Like I couldn't just check out my own. So I remember going over to my brother Andy's pile. And I remember looking back through all of his, all of his gifts that he had. And one of those gifts was Robin Hood the game. And, and, and then I went back to my bedroom. And my older brother Andy is laying there in bed. And I just couldn't hang on to it. I shook him awake and I told him everything that he had gotten. Everything. Everything that he had gotten for Christmas. Um, Now, this is one of those stories, children, do not go and do what I did. Okay? All right? You wake up in the middle of the night, try and lay that head back down. If you must get up, go see mom and dad real quick. Okay? Also, in the Watson family, after that Christmas, all presents got wrapped. I don't know why, um, but, but but they did. But this story uh, that I have, this Christmas story of my own life, it shows something uh, fundamental about us as people, as, as humanity. And what it shows us is that we, at our core, are takers. We often act on our own behalf. We do what we want without the thought of anyone or anything else. And the Bible tells us that there's a reason why we are this way. If we were to look all the way back at the beginning of Scripture, and the beginning of humanity as we know it, what we would see is that we are takers because our first parents, the first parents of humanity, Adam and Eve, chose taking for themselves and their desires. Instead of giving themselves to God... To the one who had created them and made them to give themselves to him, to each other, and for the life of the world. And what's true of our first parents is true of us too. Every one of us in here has our own stories of taking. We are a people bent on taking for self and our purposes and our desires. I took the joy from my older brother of him seeing all of his presence and getting to take that in. And each one of you has your own stories that are similar as well, too. We're all cut from the same cloth. You see, but God doesn't leave us. And God did not leave our first parents. He did not leave Adam and Eve. He actually pursued them. He went after them. He gave himself to them again even though they had rebelled. And what John 3:16 shows us is God's ultimate final full gift to humanity. Himself in the person of Jesus, God's one and only son. You see these words are words that we all know and have heard before that God so loved The world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him would have life everlasting. You see, we're takers, but God is a giver. God gave. Why did he give? John 3.16 tells us that he gave because he loved us so much. It is out of God's love for us that he pursues us. And gives us who is one and only Son. God's love sends us a person. Sends us Jesus, who is God in the flesh. The one and only Son of God. And what for? That whoever believes. Whoever believes would have life. You see, Jesus had to come. He had to come because we have... Bent, broken, sinful, taking hearts that have to be changed. And in order for us to have life, Jesus had to come. And he comes and he changes us by giving himself for us. That's what Jesus does. God's love sends Jesus to give us life that comes to us actually by Jesus' death. Taking our place for our sin, forgiving us with his death on the cross, healing us of brokenness, purchasing forgiveness for us, literally becoming our sin to make us right with God. One professor and theologian has looked at this verse and he's parsed it out this way, and I can't say it any better. And so I want to share this with you all this evening about John 3.16. He says about John 3.16 that here's what we have. God, the greatest subject ever, so the greatest extent ever, loved, to the greatest affection ever, the world, the greatest object ever, that he gave his one and only Son, The greatest gift ever. That whoever. The greatest invitation. And opportunity ever. Believes. The greatest commitment ever. Would not perish. The greatest rescue ever. But have eternal life. The greatest promise ever. And as we look at John 3.16. And as we leave here this evening and we go to our homes and we spend time with our families and enjoy each other's company and enjoy the gifts that we give to one another, here's what I want us to leave with, is this very invitation of John 3.16. Whether it's for the first time or for the thousandth time, the invitation is to bring your sin, bring your brokenness, Bring your taking heart and give it over to Jesus and receive the greatest gift that has ever been given, Jesus, and find life in Him. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you did not leave us alone, but you pursued us You pursued us in such a way, Jesus, that you would actually leave perfection with the Father and come and become one of us and take on flesh and be truly God and truly man and give your life for our taking broken, sinful hearts that we would actually have life. We pray that you would impress upon our hearts this evening how deep our sin is, and how deep your grace to us in Jesus is. We pray these things in his name. Amen.